Hey guys, and welcome to the very first video edition, video recording of the Latin Babbler Show. This is another gold edition episode. We are joined today by Jessica Darrow, the voice of the character Luisa from Disney's Encanto. So let's get this started right away. <laughs> show i'm the host of latin babbler i'm joined by my amazing crew tigera juan is here and like we said before joining us from disney's encanto the voice of luisa jessica darrow jessica welcome to the show welcome girl i'm so happy to be here thanks guys welcome welcome <laughs> one of my favorite yes. characters by the way she's born in miami which apparently everybody who is uh, uh coming on the show is now born in miami now yeah oh yeah it's crazy Yo, she's in Miami. Miss Rock. Yep, she's there right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm in LA. Are you hot? Are you cold? It's hot, girl. It's hot, girl. I need to go back. <laughs> so Jessica, I'm looking at I'm looking at your resume here. Now you graduated from the University of Rutgers. That is insane. Like you, yes, who made so you why are there? you looking at my resume? What the hell? We have to. This is what we do here. You spent five months why? in London. Like I'm jealous. I'm like, oh my God, yes. Yes, I did, actually. And you know what? I do love to talk about London. So everything happens for a reason. Okay, look at my resume. Talk about London. Um But you know we all just like, like no one like it. looks at your resume anymore. That's what I'm saying. You know, like it's just yeah, but you know what? But I We're like that. It's something that actually I'm um because I usually I just talk about my resume because honestly it's not that much. So, you know, that's usually how it happens. But um, yes, I actually, I did uh, spend five months studying um, Shakespeare in London. I, I was like only allowed to practically speak Shakespeare for five months. So what yeah. was it like to be in the Shakespeare globe? I got Shakespeare to perform globe. on the globe stage. It was amazing. I mean, it was, so, um, so I went to Rutgers University and the conservatory program that I went there, uh, to there is called Mason Gross School of the Arts. And they are the like American flagship program at Shakespeare's Globe. So they do this thing every year where they take in um, the uh, junior year of uh, actors. So my acting company, I was with all four years of school. And in our third year, we um, are their like resident acting company, essentially like student acting company at Shakespeare's Globe. And uh, we get to learn with all of the um, uh, like directors there, become our teachers and mentors. And um, I had an amazing Shakespearean text coach named Giles, who my cat is now named after. And um, yeah, Aww. it was, uh, but it, listen, it holds a very fun place in my heart. I learned so much and I actually got to perform on the Globe stage, which was insane. I played Hermia in A Midsummer Night's Dream, the small brown one. Oh, that's awesome. And um, <laughs> that is literally her description. And um, yeah, it was, it was amazing. I was, I felt so lucky to be able to do that. And I was 20 and a drinking age was uh, 18. So I went crazy. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's different in Europe. Oh, it's different in Europe. <laughs> it's different over there. It's time different over there. So what inspired you to get into acting? <laughs> but it was a great time. Oh gosh. Um, 
I've just always been loud as hell since a very young age. Um, I just wanted people to hear me tell stories. I, it actually started with, um, I'd say elementary school. I would, uh, our like language arts assignments, we would um, be right, like just doing creative writing, writing stories. And I would purposefully write them so that I could ask my teacher to perform them in front of the class. And I always <laughs> loved doing different kinds of voices and creating different characters. Um, I was crazy. And I was actually in chorus first. I thought, you know, I'm going to just like just pursue singing. And that felt really cool. And then I kind of like low key got nudged out of chorus because I sang too loud. And then I um, <laughs> took you the hint too and loud. I joined the morning announcement. I sang too loud. <laughs> I felt like, you know, because everyone's like, they're little and we're all like singing so cute and like in the choir but i'm over here like trying to belt my face off and uh they're like maybe you should um channel that energy somewhere else and so uh yeah i joined the morning announcements and through there i got to create this character that i made she was like an old lady who like told like she read children's books but i also had a puppet who would like comment on the children's book crazy bro but that's um cool. it's cool and then i'd say the the other catalyst was like i played captain hook uh in middle school and then after that i was like i need to do this forever so i'm a huge i've got a huge theater background and musical theater background so i've been doing it for a while but professionally it's it's been uh for the past four five four, years yeah. now but i've been yeah, but acting has been my freaking life. But I guess, you know, I'd say professionally since I graduated college, but I've just always done it. It's the only thing I know how to do. <laughs> well, you do it well. And so, we're, you know, ironic. Thank you. That's why we're here. So you you, you land on Disney's Encantos, <laughs> still the number one movie in the world right now, by the way, for people who are interested in finding out. Disney's 60 animated motion picture. What was your audition process like? And like, when did you know that you were Louisa? The audition process was actually a very thoughtful one, honestly. I actually, um, I happened to be in LA in March, 2020. We all know what time oh. that was. And I, uh, yeah, you know, I literally do. just went out there because I wanted to, I just needed a change in my career and I just kept auditioning and I just, you know, maybe if I go to LA, like, I don't know, it'll, something will switch up. I needed like a change of scenery. And when I was there, uh, my agent that usually sends me voiceover auditions, like just via MP3 on phone was like, Hey, you're there in person. If you want to go to Disney animation, you could like pull up and audition. I was like, okay, I'll take the $50 Uber. So I went $50. and then I, the I chatted with her in person. <laughs> like I'm over here. Like I need change. I also need change to pay for this Uber. Um, <laughs> But I pull up to Burbank and had this, I wasn't even like in a booth. Um, Jamie Spears Roberts is the uh, casting director and Grace Kim is the assistant. And I just chatted with them for like probably an hour and a half. And I read the scene just like, you know, person to person. And I think that's what really made the difference. She was like, all right, you've got a callback. Oh, I sang I'll make a man out of you for Mulan. Oh, that's good a choice. good song. Oh, like that's that one of my favorites. Lot, right? That's such a good song. It's, it's one of the best. Yeah, we love that song. So I was like, and it was perfect for Louisa. It ended up being perfect. So I was like, all right, I'll do that. And and she said, you got a call back. And then the pandemic hit and I just forgot about it. I had to like, you know, I mean, none of us knew if we were going to be able to make art in the same way, uh, like not even make art ever again, maybe, yeah. you know, we had no idea what was going yeah, to happen. I so I had to just for the sake mm -hmm. of my own sanity you know like i didn't even think about it and then july hit and i had a zoom call back with uh 
um, Jared and Byron. And that was actually amazing. God, they're just the greatest guys and asked me such amazing questions about just so thoughtful about my own family dynamic and the role that I felt I played within it and really just wanted to get to know me and my story. And then I found out in October, so more tiempo, bro, just Oof. more and more time. And then I found out in October, meanwhile, it's <laughs> pandemic. So, you know, not showering, sometimes crying, you know. So <laughs> then I, it's At like, least she uh, was honest about the not showering. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. <laughs> you go oh, through like depression. <laughs> so October comes around. We're getting real. October comes around. And I get this call. Yeah. I'm literally sitting on the couch with my BFF watching our hundredth movie. And I was like, wait a second. What? And I just thought it was like, you know, in the moment, I actually was like kind of neutral. And I just felt like, oh, yeah, okay. Sounds great. And then I hang up the phone and I just immediately. And I like, hit you after. <laughs> just start crying. Yes. <laughs> It just hit me after. She was like, and I call my Disney just casted like, me. Oh, yeah. And the thing is, we, my family has been so obsessed with Disney. Like, just our whole oh. lives. We we love Disney. Yeah, so do we. So, and we love Lima Miranda. So, I was just like, bro, oh, this double. is all encompassing. It's like, uh, yeah, it's really been such a dream come true. And I think it... Um, it is crazy that like my my first like huge feature film is Disney. Right? It's like also it's like a little part of me. Like my like inner like child is constantly like I, I have to, you know, I do get overwhelmed a lot because this is all so new to me. You know, this is very much not my field before. I had no idea I would ever like be in this position. So I have to keep on constantly like checking myself and like giving myself reality checks, you know, and but what really brings me back and makes me so grateful is when I just zoom out and I'm like, whoa, like little you would honestly be freaking out right now. So just like chill and enjoy this. Like, no, like no te preocupes. Just like, yeah. let's be grateful to be here and like continue to receive what comes. But it's hard to receive when it's just like, it's like, know, I mean, it's all impacting. I mean, it's happening right now. So it's, you know, maybe months yeah. from now, you'll be able to look back and sit there and, and kind of sit there. Okay. Now I know what I just went through, but Honestly, I feel like I'm getting, yeah, I get like uh, just flashes of November when I was in LA there for the premiere and just seeing all these amazing people. It like the memories come back to me almost like it's like a, I don't know, like this part of my brain that I like blacked out because I was just trying to like be so present. And then the memories come back to me. And I'm like, oh, wow, yeah. that was so incredible. Like I was literally standing next to the little Miranda, like, what? That's my Theo now, what? Right? <laughs> Uncle Miranda. <laughs> Uncle Miranda. Uncle, we like that. Actually, I'll go with Uncle Lynn. It doesn't sound so good as Uncle Miranda. We'll go with Uncle Lynn. I think that's funny. That's funny. One day I'll meet him and I'll be like, well, hey, Uncle let's Miranda. See what he says. <laughs> so I got a clip. I got a clip because I honestly, like, like I said, Luisa was one of our favorite characters on there, especially the message behind this. So I'm going to play the clip real quick. I'm the strong one. I'm not nervous. I'm as tough as the crust of the earth is. Okay. I move mountains. I move churches. And I glow because I know what my worth is. Of course. I mean, hey, where are you going? I don't ask how hard the work is. Got a rough and destructible surface. Diamonds and platinum. I find them. I flatten them. I take what I'm handed. I break what's demanded. But under the surface, I feel berserk as a tightrope walker in a three ring circus. Under the surface, was 
Hercules ever like yo I don't wanna fight Cerberus under the surface I'm pretty sure I'm worthless if I can be of service A floor crack, the straw in the stack That breaks the camel's back, what breaks the camel's back? It's pressure like a drip, drip, drip that'll never stop Whoa Pressure that'll tip, tip, tip till you just go pop That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, that is nice. That sounded good. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Surface it's Pressure a, was like yeah. one of my favorite songs. It's so hard to pick like a favorite character or favorite song because everyone was so good. But honestly, like as someone who in his family, everyone comes to me to vent and for like emotional support. And it's like it can be a lot. So I feel like the song really resonated with a lot of people because every family has that person, that anchor. You know, in the house. Yeah. So, like, what did that song mean for you? Like, are you that type of person too that everyone comes to? So, I just like, did it hit home? <laughs> Honestly, uh, you know, it's funny. I feel like the more and more I listen to it, uh, the more I grow into it, resonating with me more. I uh, when I initially recorded it, I was just like, wow. It was actually pretty early on in the process, and I recorded it even um, before I did a, a lot of dialogue too. So it actually painted the you know the colors that I chose to bring to Louisa's voice and like her mannerisms and all of that because I knew that this devastating poetry existed inside of her and it really like these are some devastating lyrics because of how real they are um they definitely you know as I'm talking about being an older sister and like don't worry just give it to her you know I very much I am a sister myself I am a daughter um I am a granddaughter and I you know I would do anything for my family and I am actually the youngest sister but in a way um I have I have been the rock of, of my family in a lot of ways sorry family y'all know it's true okay um <laughs> But I think because because I'm an actor and I also like it's my job to balance out uh, several emotions at the same time. Yet I am also someone who has a um, very large inner emotional life. But I'm also dealing with, you know, my family's um, things that are going on. And, uh, you know, we I, I have a big family. And so, you know, everyone's got their own stuff going on. And I often find myself in the middle because I'm. I want people to be able to communicate yeah. and like understand yes, where exactly. everyone's coming from. And, uh, you know, you know, I also think it's something, especially within Latino families, you know, uh, it's especially just children of immigrants. It's, it took so much for our families to get here. And because of that, you know, and if you've seen the film, you understand, you know, context is everything. So there we see Abuela Alma being so cold and no one understands why this grandma is such a, jerk and then they see at the oh. end you know it's like actually if you asked her what was really going on and you had conversations about that you would it would provide all the context you need and so i feel like you know that is something that i've experienced within my own family and through doing this song um it's also made me you know realize it it really is important to speak up about all all of the other things that are going on inside of us because you know, society and sometimes our own families put these pressures yes, on us. Much they so. have these specific roles that they know that we play. And especially, yeah. and I'm sorry, I can go on so many tangents here, but what's so smart about Disney to 
show these character archetypes through the lens of a Latino family, you know, it's it's so smart of them because there are so many people within them. Yes. You know, we know we are notorious for color, music, food. We generate the culture. And so I feel like because there's so many different ways, like there's so many different types of people within our families, so many different themes, everyone else in the world can seem to find themselves within it, at least has been the general response that I'm hearing about, which is people saying, actually, this story is something that I relate to as well. And, um, you know, for me personally, I feel I feel surface pressure. I feel the meaning of it uh, in so many ways. Uh, now it's starting to shift from just like how I feel about the role that I play within my family to like, wow, I have to balance. There's a lot to, to balance on my plate. And, you know, there are a lot of people that are expecting a lot of me, not even just my family now. Um, pressures that I put on myself of what maybe society is going to expect of me now. What's my next big thing, you know? But actually, I need to make sure that it's okay to ask for help and to know that like, you know, you don't just do it on your own. Like it's about reaching exactly. out to the people who like, you know, like got you and will support you. And it's okay to open up and talk about how you're feeling. You can't just be running on 10 all the time. Agreed. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, there, there's a lot of layering within, within the song, but you know, that's like the meaning that I, that I kind of put on it now. I think that that's what it feels like for me. So like as a Cuban American, how important was it being a part of the rest representation aspect of this film? It was so important to me. I mean, you know, I'm I am not Colombian, so I made sure, you know, like this was an incredible learning opportunity to immerse yeah. myself within the culture. I watched an incredible like personal tour on a digital camera of the Andes Mountains oh, by Alejandra, so cool. yeah. um, who was uh, within the cultural nice. team. Yes, it was so amazing. And what actually felt so good is that even you know just the whole cast there, especially with the Colombian cast, their pride to bring their culture to light in this way and to show the beauty of Colombia and painting it in, you know, in a completely different way than it usually is within cinema. You know, we're showing the beauty, like the beautiful aspect of it. For me, relating that to my own personal Latino heritage is, feels amazing. I was not expecting to be in this position. Like I didn't know that I would be someone's, you know, like vessel to, you know, a little like brown girl watching this being like whoa i can like do that like i can also look like that and be brown yeah. and sing and dance and like be a multifaceted person i don't have to just be an archetype like you know you can be the main character and everyone in this movie is just a bunch of main characters because that's it's so what i get driven. about it yeah yeah so it's like I, I feel so honored. It's um I didn't even know how important it was to me until I was really thrust in it and seeing everyone else's pride and realizing, you know, uh, it's also my job to continue to bring m my face and other people who look like all of us to to the light and to share our stories because, look, they're actually amazing and are the 60th <laughs> Disney animated feature film. Right? So that means something. Story, yeah. really, you know... Historia, bro. Yeah. Like you say that you can relate to Luisa, that you, everyone comes to you. Would you like to have their, her powers, like be that strong and be able to do all those strong things that she does in the movie, like throw cars? No, I want like people that. to pick stuff up for me. <laughs> she walk around picking up cars. It's like Jessica. But we need to park it, and it has to go saying? over there. She's picking up a car and putting it in the spot. She's like, oh my God. But you know what? It'd be feeling like that sometimes. Metaphorically, yeah. yeah. But no, I do, I do actually, like, I wish that I had Luisa's um, uh, resilience, but 
but, but even you see like the, the resilience is not possible. Like you have to experience, like you have to let things affect you yeah. and you got to cry. Like I'm the biggest cry baby, you know? Yeah. Right. So am but I. it's like, right. And, and you are cry. a big crier because you also like, you realize yes. you use your tears for when like, you know, like, okay, I'm really going to like luxuriate in this moment. Cause like, I'm always staying strong all the time. So when something really does affect you, it goes hard. At least that's how I feel like, you know, no, for sure. and, and I like, yeah, yeah like I mean, to me like to me crying is like you're cleaning your soul every time you cry the limpia el alma and i love to cry people call me cry but i love it yes. even commercials i cry I don't my soul is back it's important <laughs> my stuff is stacked yes it's good to cry i'm like i'm like a constipated soul like yeah. what's going on here it's like <laughs> Listen, you need to just, like <laughs> just, uh, just start, just start fanning it. Just start fanning. So what are the projects? Just watch the end of Coco and you'll just start bawling. Yeah, right. <laughs> I've seen Coco though. I've seen or the last 15 minutes of Encanto. Or Vivo geez. too. Yeah. Well, no, the last 15 minutes of Encanto had everybody crying in the movie theaters. I didn't see a dry oh eye. God. So Ow. yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. It was insane. Oh, just the meaning entirely of that film is, is insane. Yeah. So, and if you haven't seen yes. it, you have to go see it. Like, I don't even know what you're waiting for at this point. You know, we got to turn around and support this film. And this film is absolutely amazing. It's got everybody for 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 any person of the family. You know, we all have, yeah, it really you does. know, an Uncle Bruno. So, <laughs> so let's, you know, let's. Yes. I mean, honestly, I think Bruno is like, you know. Let's talk about underrated. it. Underrated. Like, like people don't get that, that we have that in our family. Like, come on. Um, I mean, you know, it's there's a lot of layering here. Like, but discussing like the mental illness is also a very huge much thing so. as well. Oh, like, absolutely. and just, this film a, touched that, on there's... all of it. Like, if there's a if there's a, a Latino family out there, there's one of each one of these characters inside your family. Yeah, you can't say there isn't. It's mm-hmm. absolutely exceptional the way Disney was able to captivate this, and then when you add the music that Lynn put together with it. I mean, it was just an emotional roller coaster from beginning to end. To the point where you even see the story. And we're not going to give it away, obviously, because why don't you go see the movie? It's still out there. Like, come on. I know. I'm like, oh. So what is it yeah. that we got? Uh... But listen, one thing I just want to say is the hairs on the neck. That was crazy to me. And the animation. That's true. I was like, oh, y'all, y'all are showing. I was like, hairy ladies, that's me. <laughs> She's like, that's me. You know? I was like, I mean, gr- growing up Latina, I was told, like, you know, why you got that mustache? Why you got that beard? I- prettiest one here because of my damn beard and my right? mustache like what the hell that's what i'm saying represent I have so much to work with represent yeah, you like need. you know it it's represented different. so much but anyway sorry to <laughs> no, no hey the more you the better so they- <laughs> so what projects wow. do you have that you can actually talk about that are coming out in the future well i'm actually working on some music right now which is really nice that's actually felt like um it seemed to be the natural progression once surface pressure came out and I did not expect it to to have this um, response honestly but uh, because of it it's brought more music into my life in such an amazing way so yeah yeah so I'm working on some music stuff and um, I was just in the uh, ABC Disney uh, television discovers diversity showcase which was like a network showcase this happened on Wednesday and um, yeah, that was it was like these series of short films that we did uh, over the summer. And um, yeah, a bunch of like casting executives apparently saw it. So uh, if y'all saw me freaking put me in a film, it's good. Pilot season's around the corner. She's, she's like, and if you're so watching this, good. get her in the film. So. I mean, hello. I mean, like, what are we waiting for? Listen, uh, what are you waiting for? Right? Because the thing is, like, it's a it's an animated film, but like, 
look at this freaking face. Like, I need to be on TV, bro. <laughs> you never know. Pilot season's right around the corner. True. You I'm do. Trying. You need to be. <laughs> Yep. That's crazy. So little by little. If they wanted to follow you, Jessica, where would they go? You can follow me at Jessdaro underscore. That is for Instagram and TikTok. And uh yeah, that's pretty much oh I got I got a Twitter too. Twitter's sometimes my diary, so if you're interested in that, you can follow me on there. That's where I go to vent. Twitter Twitter is my <laughs> yeah, Twitter Twitter is my I think you gotta be careful what you bet. No, I you know yes. for me I just like going to listen to people and then just kind of debating them there. That's where I go to, to debate all of my yeah. topics. I get all my news from Twitter. It's kinda, exactly you know uh, Yeah, right? And the debate is the like oh, that's, that's what it is. literally what I'm I live there for it. I live there for it. All right guys. Yes. That is Jessica Darrow. And just like we are doing for all of the Encanto episodes, we are going to leave with our Encanto theme song given by Lynn, performed by Carlos Vives. And here we go. Colombia,